0: It was too big for one night. Now, is it too big for our podcast? Here we are. It's a Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, and we're just doing a quick WrestleMania recap. Both nights are in the books, and uh, we couldn't wait to get on here and talk about it. So, I guess we don't really have much of a format here, fellow. So, what do we like? What do we dislike?
1: What, I, what I, a- I I I like the too big for one night because that's what she said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and baby we ain't it ain't too big for our podcast <laughs> yeah. that's good i also oh. want to throw out there that if if grant given the circumstances and the expectation for what mania probably was going to be at this point if you thought it was garbage you were an AEW mark and you can see your fucking way out of our
1: podcast i like it i like it yeah. i like it
2: because it was by no means was it the best mania ever, but no, given not, the no. hand they were dealt, it's still I was, better. I was still, better
1: af- Russell, still better WrestleMania 11.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and finish what you're saying. Given the hand they were dealt,
2: given the hand they were dealt, it was still significantly better than I expected, and honestly, probably better than some of the manias we've gotten recently.
0: Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. I I really thought overall the show was good. Now there were a few matches that. Like Bobby Lashley and Alistair Black didn't really belong on there. Not that it was a terrible yeah. match; it just didn't belong.
2: Yeah, it um, just. I it, it also had no story, so there was no investment. Like I used that as a match to go start my laundry. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. thought I came back for the finish though, because that finish. But was you know, good. that's okay. Yeah, that some of
1: those matches were in there. Some filler matches. You know what I mean? Because even even though there's no crowd, there were still some matches where it's like. Oh, you need some. You need like a calm down moment. You know what I mean. So without, a doubt, I, I mean, I mean,
2: I feel like this mania didn't really need a calm down moment. Let's be honest, guys. <laughs> There's nothing that really like got the fucking blood going to the point where you were like, oh man, I need a, I need a minute and a smoke or anything like that.
0: And and, and programming wise, I feel like they pretty much nailed it, but. The, the one thing I would have done is I would have ended with the Firefly Funhouse match for night two, just like you did the Boneyard yeah. match night one. Because mm-hmm. I mean, having no
2: crowd to celebrate with Drew, like that, one, that match was fucking garbage. Let's, yeah, let's fucking just address just... that right now. There was probably just as many moves in that match as there was Goldberg versus Braun.
0: Yep. Brock, Brock, Brock I think Brock really at that but point kind of phoned I think, it.
1: I think Vince wanted it to end both nights on a like a high note, like with a... Babyface went in, so that's why he ended last night with Taker riding off. Winning, and he ended tonight with uh, McIntyre winning. But know? but
0: isn't isn't the gray So the fiend, is a, baby one, face so the fiend is a babyface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's not the ultimate John Cena babyface, but still Which a babyface. I, I, I
2: feel terrible for this, but but Jansen over at Reality Check had to explain the reason for NWO and Saturday Night Main Event being in that fucking like weird acid trip. Okay. I didn't. I didn't instantly put together that the idea was that John Cena is the modern day Hulk Hogan. It didn't right. click for me right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I think, no, I, think was I, awesome. I was so overwhelmed with how weird it was that I did just never in my mind flip that switch. Mike. Yeah.
1: Mike. How crazy did you go when they did the, that? Such good shit.
2: Oh my <laughs> god! I lost. It. I was like, I was on the fence, but yeah, pushed me over it. You win. <laughs>
0: I lost. Oh, I lost man. it for that and for the.
2: You can look, but you can't touch.
1: <laughs> 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 but but the, the part when uh, he was coming out to, was it the doctor of Thugonomics, and then they keep painting the brain. He's, like, sh- shrugging his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, dan- dancing with the he's music. He's, like, yeah, I like this.
2: <laughs> oh, man, then he fucking cut that promo on Bray, and, like, I I was going to cry for Bray. I'm, like, damn.
0: Right. Damn, um, it's
2: cold, son.
0: He he. Then he brought it down with a uh, like a Oscar moment with his uh, little monologue afterwards. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. Good.
1: Both. Yeah. Both the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse were just they have done very very well. Even I mean, you know, a lot of people are like, oh well, you know, it's not my cup of tea. But like they weren't like shitting on or I think yeah. from what I saw. Well, see, but, the, yeah. I, I've
2: seen I've seen people, but these are the people who I actively know are those fans who love AEW because it's not WWE. Um, people posting like oh the taker aj match was comical i'm like what the fuck are you talking about that was fucking incredible like yeah. given the quality of taker matches we've had the past 4 or 5 years that was fucking amazing that was the best performance taker's given in the last half of the decade yeah
0: oh, and, you, I mean, and you know like, how you know how fickle wrestling fans are and and just looking at social media last night like after everything was wrapped up everything i read every post that i read was all all positive like even even somebody put a poll out that had already had 400 votes 97 of the people who voted said that they love that match so yeah. i mean it's it's it was overwhelmingly a popular match and even somebody was like so all undertakers matches from here on out should be like this right oh
2: yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah hundred percent like i, I feel mean, like they just they need to go the whole like uh, fucking ultimate deletion bray wyatt-esque like style and have taker just do these like video package like matches oh, like yeah. I guess it doesn't work when you have a crowd because yeah. at that point that's why the the like fire uh, the uh wyatt compound match didn't work with randy orton was because you know you've got a live crowd sitting there watching a uh, titan shot they, they don't give a shit at that point right like yeah, it works it, if you're sitting at home, but not with a live audience. Unfortunately, yeah. And, and I'm kind of hoping that they start like
1: incorporating some of this into more and more. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't mind seeing stuff like this now and then. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah Very cinema cinematic. And it doesn't have to be the same concept. I'm sure. I'm sure they could think of a thousand different types of cinematic like ideas and stuff. So.
2: Well, I bet uh, Matt Hardy's wife is like rolling in her grave right now because of the fact that they wouldn't do anything with the fucking broken Matt Hardy. They didn't believe in the Hardy compound shit, but then they have Taker have this match with, with AJ.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, the circumstances I'm sure di- dictated it. I, I bet that match wouldn't have happened had they actually done it in Tampa at WrestleMania. Oh, 100%. But, no. Well, yeah, but, if they, I mean, if it would have
2: been live audience. They would have never done that. No,
0: and they did the best they could with with what they had, and it turned out to be you know, part of the uh, pun, but phenomenal, yeah.
2: I mean, it was great. So, the well, confusing <clears> part <throat> about that match was the fact that they were like, Here's all your druids that normally like are following you to the ring, and they're just gonna jump you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: uh, that part didn't make sense to me, but uh, beyond that, I i love that match. That was the, that was the match mania right there,
3: yeah.
0: So, you know, let, let's run down real quick, and we can kind of give our little thoughts on the card. So um, first first starting off at night one, we had uh, Bliss, Bliss Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors with uh, Alexa and, and um, oh, my gosh, why am I blanking on her? Nikki getting Nikki the win. Cross. Yeah, Nikki Cross getting the win. So we all predicted that. We got three points as opposed to the other the other squad reality check getting one. Um, the SmackDown tag titles, you were right, Mike, how they did it, triple threat style. What would you think uh-huh. of that match?
2: It wasn't bad. I mean, luckily they chose three people who are incredibly talented when it comes to that kind of scenario. I, it just, I don't know. I feel like it would have been, A, better with all three teams, and, two, better with a crowd to react to the, the high mm-hmm. spots.
1: Mm-hmm. Although Jason and I we were talking about, like, Jason said something about what do you think of if they had like Big E in the match as a change? You know what I mean? Because Kofi's always yeah in these type of matches maybe it would have been you know i think that see. was their
2: that was their fear is they wanted to make sure to put the three people in the match who could you know carry a ladder match without a crowd if they put Big E in it it would have been a nice change of pace but i feel like it would have been too much of a risk of him not be able to pull off like some of the high spots that they wanted him to or anything like that yeah which is ridiculous because he's crazy athletic but
0: oh, yeah. he is crazy athletic I, I just thought it would have added a different dynamic to the match honestly yeah. But I mean, overall, it was still, I thought, a pretty pretty decent match. I, I like the finish of the match, too. I oh, yeah, that, that was, really was so fucking
2: great. Yeah. Like, they're all art fighting over there. and Morrison's just like, I got them both. Bye, bitches. And
1: take a bump onto the ladder.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he bounced, too. He almost like Finn Balor yeah. style bounced off that yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. He, he got some impact off of that for sure. I and see that- what you did there because he was of TNA.
0: Ah. <laughs> And then a bit of a surprise. Uh, I was kind of surprised with the placement of this match on the card. But you had Becky versus Shana, which I thought was a, I thought was a really good match. I thought it was well done. Also, uh, kind of a creative finish. What'd you guys think of that one?
2: Yeah, it was. It was. It, it, mm-hmm. I feel like at this point they're just like Becky can only beat real fighters in like roll ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. What's that's what that match taught me is because she beat Ronda with that real shitty roll up where Ronda didn't even have her shoulders down. And then she beat Shayna for roll up while she was in the fucking chokehold. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: I kind I of feel like if this was a normal crowd, Shayna probably would have won. But yeah, it, it's definitely not going to be over though for
0: sure. I, I feel oh, like yeah. that's I be don't
2: hard. I don't know because like I've seen some things online of like people thinking that like Vince would like isn't on board of Shayna completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. Despite yeah, the fact we'll that he see. should, because I mean, she's fucking crazy talented and like dominated in NXT. So. As long as you build her that way, and on Raw, there's no reason to not have yeah,
1: her. And and uh, they've been playing in this match. This they've been playing this match out for almost a year, I guess, behind the scenes. And this is mm-hmm. this was the only match that did not change. They did not change, like say six months ago when they started playing in WrestleMania. This was the only match that like that was every all other every, the way every, on. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so then after that match, we had Elias and Corbin, which we all got wrong except for two people on Reality Check who picked Elias. We all thought Corbin would win. I was kind of oh, surprised. Oh yeah, despite the fact that.
2: that Corbin's garbage, I just assumed Elias doesn't wrestle, so why would they give him a win?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Elias gets his WrestleMania moment. Then we have Brian versus Sami Zayn. I was actually surprised that Sami won that.
2: I um, I, I was surprised. I figured it would go to D. but I'm kind yeah. of happy it stayed with Zayn, especially.
0: All three of them picked that, only um you you two picked uh, picked that. I, I think I'm the only one who picked Brian. Yeah. So I kept
2: calling him Ginger Castro the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: you had um then you had Braun versus Goldberg, which uh, oh we, my god. We we tied on that one two versus two. That match was pretty freaking awful though. I yeah. mean, it was it was what it was, you know. what I mean, it, it was, got it, it got three the point. spears and three body slams. Yeah, we did get the bonus on that though. Like all three of us predicted it would be less than five minutes, and that shit was less than five minutes. So, <laughs> but the didn't thing. they choose that too? No, they only one of them. The rest of them really said five to ten. Yeah.
2: Wow, they stupid. That's Goldberg. You don't yeah, put him in yeah, a fucking yeah. five to ten minute match,
1: <laughs> right? So basically, it tells you that Braun Strowman is better than uh, the Fiend, so. right? <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, I did ironically say that as soon as the match ended, like wow, they just built Braun Strowman to be stronger and more over than the Fiend was. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, uh, so then the the twenty four seven championship changed hands multiple times. So we got that one right. So that was kind of funny how Gronk jumped off of a little podium there. Time oh my time. god! I don't think Kevin saw that, but that was that was pretty yeah, good.
2: You, you're lucky because that that f- 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 fuck them. I mean, at but least uh,
0: change your jacket for uh, night two. But- <laughs> yeah, then, I mean, that, like... then that left him with Titus, though, as the uh, as the host. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the probably wasn't actually filmed into on night two, right? Like he probably filmed all of his segments in one day.
0: <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying, but like. He's you saying know, change the jacket to make it look like it was. Oh,
2: to make the assumption. I mean, I assumed JBL was wearing the same tuxedo. So what's your problem with him? <laughs>
0: no, I didn't. I, not I believe my thing. My my, my my daughter Lily said that uh, JBL looked like a penguin. So, um, oh, and then kind of uh, wrestling the god. <laughs> And then we had, of course, Taker and AJ. We've already talked about that pretty much at length. I thought, I, again, I thought the way they did that was was really well done. I thought the Druid part of it was kind of interesting, like the the opening when they had AJ come in on the casket. I thought was phenomenal. Like that was so good. How funny was that shit when he just popped out of it? And he's like, that wasn't so bad. That was that was a good ride. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was great. No, yeah. I guess I guess I'm the only one who really found that funny. All right. Um, <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Oh geez, here we go. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, and then you know Taker riding in on the bike to Metallica was great, and then him hitting him over with a shovel, and then Taker appearing behind him—all good stuff. And then uh, the Gallows and Anderson interacted in there, perfect. So yeah, overall that was good. And then we get into night two, and uh, oh, dude, we didn't talk about uh, we didn't talk about Owens and um oh yeah and i didn't even mark that down on the sheet we actually won by more than i think because we had so owens yeah owens and seth how about owens jumping off of the fucking wrestlemania sign that shit was
3: bonkers (laughs) oh really (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so with Owens and Seth,
0: we we all three of us picked that one. So that actually put us up at 24 and them at 16. So, what was it, 24 16? I can't do math in my head, especially on a podcast.
1: Was it 29 minus 16?
0: 24 minus 16. So we actually had an 8 point eight. lead. We had an 8 point lead going up uh, up against them going into night 2. So night two, we started off. I was really surprised that Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair opened
3: the opened the show. And yeah, <laughs> that's what, I, I I saw somebody say something about that. So I really my
0: my only issue with Rhea Ripley though is the fact that in that match she did not sell that knee very well at all. Like it, for it to be the, for it to be inevitably what made her tap out. And we all got that wrong. Even everybody on reality check got that wrong. But for that to be what made her tap out, like there were times that she got like flipped over Charlotte's back and landed and landed and planted on both feet. Didn't sell the knee. There's just like, when there's no crowd, I think maybe it's being a little bit nitpicky, but things like
3: that stand out a little bit more. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They did it. So, um, and then after that, I felt
0: like uh what was the next match after that? Was that the Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley, or was it no, it was Otis and Dolph, I think. Yeah, it was... Oh, no, that was nah. was later on in the night. No, no Edgerton, Alistair, Edgerton was Alistair, Alistair and yeah. Alistair and
1: Bobby
0: Lashley. Yeah, Alistair Bobby Lashley. We all picked Alistair Black. The finish was good,
3: but overall just a weird match. Um Otis. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I can't remember either. But yeah, that's
0: he was wearing tights that looked very similar. Um, and then uh, after that, we had Otis and Dolph, which that match went pretty much as predicted. Everybody thought Otis would win, and he did. A little 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 love connection there between uh, Otis and Mandy, making out a little bit. Good for the big guy. Like she, she looked at him and he looked at her and she's like, all right, we're going to do this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do this. All right, let's do it. Yeah. uh, I guess we're (laughs) going for it. This big sweaty hoss of a man.
0: And then after that, we had the Edge and Orton, which I thought that was a phenomenal match. I feel like that match is going to get kind of forgot about a little bit because of the Firefly Funhouse match, but I
3: I mean, those two brought it. I mean, they really went after each other in that match. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how they. I I was so worried that
1: they were going to keep like, one was going to slip off the top of that semi. Yeah, because
3: they were sliding in the sweat. That's. Uh, Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, it was just there for just, just to be there, All right?
0: I will, I will say though, and and I pointed this out to Kevin. We were we we're watching it together via Facetime,
3: but uh, shout out. To- Oh, yeah. And and I and I was looking while well, I was looking for
1: the timing of the uh, McIntyre Lesnar match. I saw the timing of their match, and like Orton and Edge went like almost thirty seven minutes, which is insane.
3: Whether it's taped taped or not, yeah. With even if it being taped or not, you know they had to take no breaks or any of that shit. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wonder what the more to the story, you know, with Sasha. Especially when Bailey sat there and did
1: the uh, and did the Triple H to Batista thing. Remember he did that to when Orton elimination chamber, and uh, it was him, Batista and Orton were the final three, and Batista kept saving him, but then Orton RKO Batista, and Triple H was right there, and he just sat back down. So it was kind of a similar thing.
3: Yeah, so. We'll see. Street Street profits. But the end, though, Bianca. He slid into the ring. He's like, oh, girl, what's up? Mhm. Yeah, just just all the the different
1: years of everything from the Rufus when he came out initially in the Rufus aggression attire, I'm like it's this is going to be like, I was like thinking to myself, is this going to be the match or what? Then they started doing all the other stuff. Um, yeah, that is what it
3: is. It's just that's, that's what it needed to be. It didn't need to be like a one on one match. So. He's he's like you yeah! it it i did it went four minutes and thirty five seconds All right. I I, yeah, I thought it was a whole year. That's you. <laughs> yeah, empty, empty arena picking is our shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now it's now it's time to bury him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, In honor of Dave Meltzer being an asshole
1: and saying that the best um, match of WrestleMania was the Snickers
3: commercial, I think we should do it on, a, like, a star level. You know? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it the uh, four and a quarter stars. Or, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get that extra quarter just because like I said, I'm always I'm a huge mark for WrestleMania and um wasn't the worst WrestleMania, so Yeah, he's like he's like he's like. Does
1: anybody want to go in on it? Like it's like sixty bucks or whatever. And I I finally messaged. Him. I was like, you guys, just sign up for free and then just cancel it. At the worst, you got to pay like ten bucks.
3: <laughs> like, so. Mike, where are you at? Game McMahon. (laughs) And